The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Bondenveld and Roy Hoiskies. Hi, and welcome to another episode of State of Search. And uh, last week I had two friends of ours on the show because, uh, well, not because Roy wasn't there, but Roy wasn't there, but I'm glad to say that Roy is back. Hi, Roy. Hey, boss. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing good. As we were discussing just before the show, it's an exciting day for the both of us. <laughs> ah, hell yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, for those who are not, uh, not familiar with uh, what's going on in Holland uh, uh, on the soccer area. Is that uh, um, Roy's favorite team is playing tonight, and if they win, they make a very good chance on being champions. And if they don't win, then my team makes a good chance on being champions. So it's an exciting, uh, exciting time for us. But we're going to talk search tonight. Don't worry about that. Um, we've also got uh, someone else on uh, on the line, and I'm hearing all sorts of sounds which I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure they'll go away in a second. Um, those, those are your operators in the chat room. Oh, they're operators in the chat room. Okay. Um, Color guy. <laughs> oh, that's me. Okay. Um, well, somebody uh, on the line also, which I have been trying to get on the show for, I think, months now. Even uh, uh, last year somewhere, I, t- I tried it. And it never worked out. We never had time. But today, he's got time. And it's a good friend of ours uh, living in San Jose at the moment, uh, working for eBay, Mr. Dennis Goedegebure. Hi, Dennis. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to have you. Finally have you on the show. Took a, took a little while, but uh, uh, good you're here. Are you uh, at eBay at the moment or are you uh, somewhere else? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm actually in uh, a conference room uh, locked up. And so, uh, I actually thought you, that you were going to be excited to have me on the show, but uh, I would say I'm, I would be excited to uh, see Ajax win the championship or two. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that would be over here. Dennis is originally Dutch also. He's a Dutchman living in San Jose. Uh, you lived in San Francisco for a while. Uh, yeah. How long have you been in the U.S. already? Um, right now, four years. Um, I moved over in February 2006. Um, first to San Francisco, now I live in San Jose. How did you end up there? Um, because I was working for eBay in the Netherlands and he asked me to come over and I, I think it, it was an uh, opportunity too good to miss. So um, happy to, to move over and, and, and I'm enjoying it still every day. So tell us a little bit about uh, and the listeners about your role at um, eBay. Yeah, um, so 
I'm heading up a uh, in-house SEO team here at eBay, where we are responsible for all the um, SEO work on the eBay global websites. And so that's um, around 18 websites across uh, the world, uh, spanning three uh, continents, uh, Asia Pacific, uh, Europe, of course, and then uh, the Americas. And you're responsible for all of them? Yes, and all of the SEO traffic uh, <laughs> to these websites. That's, if I was responsible for all of them, then uh, I would probably not be in your show today. <laughs> oh, boss. <laughs> Just having us in the back twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it still is a big job. If you if you're well SEO responsible for all those sites, it's a it's a big job. So uh, it's, yes, it is. <laughs> I have to say, I, uh, the last couple of months, I, I I took on more and more projects, and um, I'm I'm becoming ruthless in prioritization right now. So. Um, Carving out the time for this show, it was on my list, um, but it would mean that I will be working tonight. Um, <laughs> so we're on keeping some other stuff. Job. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad you're you're joining us in the show and and decided to work late and <laughs> for, just because to, you're on this show. Um, you are uh, some, something I was wondering. You're you're working in house as an SEO. Did you did you work as uh, at an agency before, or have you always been an in house SEO? Um, so I started at eBay straight out of uh, university, so I have never been at an agency. That's amazing. Um, it's amazing? Why well, is that? No, uh, the, the, the amazing thing is that I'm, I met this guy from Philips at SCS New York, and he also came straight out of college and went to being SEO for Philips. So it's two people already uh, who um, worked in great big com- work in great big companies and uh, started at coming straight from college which I think if you finish college college you can get a good job at a good agency or at least at a good company um, if you don't didn't finish uh, college at all you probably have a better chance of working at an agency or working for yourself and building on your own brand Roy are you saying that everybody working at an agency didn't finish college there are a lot of good SEOs that didn't finish college yes <laughs> okay. And it's not me included, although I did finish <laughs> college. But no, I think there's a lot of lot of SEOs um, working for as as as, as a consultant that, that are doing do it because of they what the, the track record they gave get with it instead of um, having the paperwork done and did all the corporate stuff and probably probably wanting to have a corporate uh, life as well or a little bit a little bit more corporate. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I, I have to agree there with Roy because, um, and it's also in the ch- chat room said, you don't need to finish col- college to understand the internet. If, uh, like for me, um, I, I didn't start in SEO at eBay. Um, like eight years ago, uh, there was a- SEO, but uh, I started managing like portal relationships, doing some affiliate work. Uh, we were actually the first paid search client in Google when they started there in the Netherlands. So um, I've seen a lot of the different aspects in internet marketing. And then I moved to SEO um, at eBay.nl, where the majority of the coding was done in the US. And um, you were managing the, the uh, rollout of those projects on the Dutch side. 
And then I took on the uh, um, some of the SEO work for marktplaats.nl, which is our uh, biggest uh, classified sites in the, uh, in the Netherlands. And then um, finally I moved to the US. So um, you don't need a uh, university background to be successful in SEO. I completely agree with Roy. But do you need a, a, a university degree to work at a company with the size of eBay or Philips for that matter? Um, well, there's, there might be a ceiling uh, to what level you can climb up to, where um, a univer finishing a university degree um, forces you to think in a, in a specific direction yeah. uh, when it comes to problems and problem solving and presenting that problem in a, in a digestible way that executives can learn from it. Um, oh, it's one... So for AZ. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brasco, bring on the music. <laughs> so, sorry about that. <laughs> um, Dennis. Um, it's a good thing, eh? That they scored. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for you, us for it, is, guys, yeah. it is. For Roy, it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is going to be a weird show. <laughs> for us listening and not interested in soccer, please stay with us because we're, we are going to talk search. But... Um, uh, Dennis, do you have a view on uh, if it's because what you guys were just saying? I totally agree with it, but it's a Dutch view, and uh, like they're saying in the in in the chat room. Uh, by the way, if you are listening live, join us in the chat room, and you can also uh, talk to us there. Um, what they're saying is teachers are not good enough. Students are learning faster than the teachers are, uh, can teach them. Um, that's the case in Holland uh, for sure. Is it the case also in the U.S.? Because I sometimes hear different stories coming from the U.S. where they might be more forward in how they teach the Internet at colleges. Do you have any well, insight on that? I, I haven't been to college in the U.S., so I have no <laughs> first... first. Um, uh, but you uh, must talk to people over there. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but, I think the, within Silicon Valley, you have obviously Stanford and Berkeley, where they have all kind of entrepreneurs who get to the um, uh, colleges to teach some classes, not a full-time class, but some classes. And there you have hands-on and first um, line of uh, experience in front of the class. So I think that's different than in, in, in the Netherlands, where... There are many more entrepreneurs here giving back to where they came from, and that is usually their home college. Yeah, I, I, the thing I, I'm reading, if I read about it, I mean, indeed, there's a lot of more, a lot more entrepreneurship. Uh, also, if you want to make it, you have to do it yourself in America, and and if they did, they're going to be proud from from how they get there. The whole, the whole road uh, to there will will be very important for them as well. Yeah. I think that that's already helping them. I mean, if you know, you have to do it on your own. I mean, there's a completely different way of going to college. And, and, and if you're going to college in the Netherlands, um, a lot of students over here really expect them that college will teach them everything they need to know in the rest of their life. And I think that's a big difference. Uh, if you expect that in, in the US, you're probably going to end up with a, a empty cup in the streets. And just shake it and hoping to get something in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you have to work harder to get uh, to get good results in the U.S. 
but if you if you get them, you will the the, the payoff will be bigger as well. That's something. Sorry, also, yeah, go ahead. Also, let's face it: if, if you're printing a book on SEO, it will be outdated the moment it hits the the, the shelves. So. It, it right? doesn't, yeah, I agree. It doesn't have any use to, to, to teach people SEO. I mean, tomorrow the whole world can be different. If Google uh, starts messing up everything, I mean, uh, what the hell will we teach people? I mean, it, it's a good way of teaching people how to um, help themselves. You can, teach, to you can teach them the way, way of thinking because yeah. SEO is, in that matter, a good example of, of a different way of thinking about, for example, text. That's the easiest way, titles, stuff like that. For journalists, it's a different way of thinking. So you can teach them that. Yeah, but the problem is that if you... Um, I agree on, on the way you have to do the way of thinking. It's important, but I mean, that there's so many ways to do it, and there are so many people who can tell you so much about all things that you don't have to go to college to get that. I mean... Conferences will help you just as just just as much, I think. That depends really on the on the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, but I mean, in general, if you, if you if you want to get a lot of information, there is a lot of information out there. I mean, if you're going to talk to Gary Vaynerchuk, for instance, yeah. you're probably going to be more excited and have more great ideas than sure. you're going to get. Yeah. There's possible if you can go to college for all year. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I think there is a big difference in that and, and if you once get that idea of how he thinks about things uh, that's so much more important than what a lot of college can do although I completely agree that there is a ceiling uh, when you want to um, want to do stuff in a big corporation you have to get your papers done in, in, or at least uh, have a big track record of, of, of fixing fixing things and then, <laughs> and, and, then still, and then still have a lot of issues Mm. The, Go the Google guys never finished college, did they? Uh, Richard Branson didn't finish college, or Bill <laughs> Gates didn't finish college. <laughs> so it's uh, it's, it's definitely not a, a, a not a secret to success to finish college. But but uh, you, I think you should start your company, not not work in another one. Indeed, I think that's the big difference. You have to have an, an idea and a vision about it, and, and that's already has to be there. And, and then there's also a bit of luck uh, in there as well. I mean, there's what's what's the book about it? Um, with with all the people, I think. Um, well, let me get back to that. I mean, there's this book that said every every successful guy from IBM, from Microsoft, they all just had um, they were there on the right time with the right idea at the right spot and just presented it the right way and. Oh, they all had some bad luck, which motivates them even more to do some some good stuff. And it, it's all been pretty. There, there's there, there's a big um, there, there's a framework for people that fit in, in in that way. And I mean, if if you're there at that moment, you're gonna be you're gonna make it. And if you're not, uh, it's gonna be somebody else. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you you were mentioning the media, uh, the traditional journalist media, if they were going to learn from anything from uh, from Gary Vaynerchuk. I have a great video I would like to share in the in the chat room right now, where uh, it it's an old fragment of the news of Kron, which is a, a local news station from 1981. How people read the newspaper on uh, the computer. <laughs> And uh, okay. you can actually see people taking a telephone and putting them on the modem and pulling <laughs> in, getting the data in. And they're actually questioning if 
uh, newspapers are ever going to make money. With. Oh my God! Is it, it's a pink it's, phone with the with the dial. Uh, you know the, the old dial phones, where you really have to <laughs> turn the, the keys. It's an amazing video where it 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 shows that 30 years later the newspapers are in trouble because of internet. Well, they were exploring how to bring the news to the people through computers. So I guess they never learned. Cool. I think that's a good 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 thing. Maybe we maybe we should yeah. hit Brasco right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna watch the video while uh, Brasco's yeah. gonna run commercials for us, and then we'll be uh, back after the break if uh, Brasco takes us to the commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find a direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com slash WMR. That's egrabber.com slash WMR. The WordPress Community Podcast, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I think Boss is just helping out one of his kids, and I think I'm going to fix, fix it up a little bit. And um, We had some stuff we want to talk about as well as search, and besides soccer and, and old, old video games, uh, a few videos on YouTube. Um, at first, I have a little bit of a question. I mean, how much are you still in, in, in work with uh, the Markplot stuff right now? Um, so... We're having a um, a broad network of in-house SEOs in, in a different eBay companies where uh-huh. I keep track of everything that the MarkPods guys are doing. And uh, finally, finally, we got the frames off. Yeah, that, that's where I was heading to. <laughs> I mean, wow, what a, what a, what a really grip. Great achievement must that that have been. I mean, no frames again. I mean, this this was the the 
I think it was the last website in frames that I actually knew. It's, yeah, well, uh, you always get um, into discussions on the prioritization of the efforts mm -hmm. and building a business case, what it will get you, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I've been dealing with that uh, four years ago. Then another couple of people are, have been pushing that, and now Sander finally achieved this. So um, <laughs> that's it to him. And yeah. I think that uh, both you and Joost um, are, were, were screaming about it uh, on Twitter, saying, yeah, Mark Plus without frames. Yeah, I, I noticed it, and I was like, wow, seriously. I mean, I know how hard that must have been to, to put that through. To, to I mean, it's, it's, good. It's, it's such a costly costly way of, of doing things and it's but it's also such a good improvement for SEO but I mean how can you make a business case out of that I mean it's a yeah. lot of it's pretty unpredictable what could have happened I mean yeah. it went pretty well I think and and that's that's a great thing but uh, I mean it, it could have ended up really bad as well if you if you went out of luck a little bit I mean it could have yeah. yeah I mean it's it really a good job by Sander there uh, yeah. And now it's now it's a good job to get rid of all the well extra extra and old old things in there as well. I think. I mean, there's a lot of lot of issues with it already, and but now it's also notable, and you can you can really start fixing it. Yeah. So um, I, I see a big potential there uh, for for, for Markplatz to gain more traffic through through SEO. So um, it's great, mm -hmm. um, and it's a good case to to show around the whole company. What can be done if uh, you have a little bit of trust in your in-house team? Because that's sometimes the, 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 the difficulties where you walk into a meeting and people ask, uh, what's going to uh, get us um, this project? We're investing this amount of uh, resources in it where we can, could be uh, building new stuff. Um, and you just have to uh, uh, keep faith. Uh, in in um, getting traffic back up or even uh, growing. Mm -hmm. Can imagine. Can imagine. Okay, that was a little bit of a sidetrack. It wasn't in the show notes, but you, you, since you brought it up already, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't couldn't <laughs> get, get the chance past uh, asking you about it. I mean, it's it's. I mean, we have to talk with Sumner as well on it if if he's allowed to to speak out. I don't know how it's arranged at, at eBay, but. We'll probably get him get him on there if 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 he can if he can. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Hey, welcome hey, back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. How, how is eBay in that? If you talk to people from Google, they're they're hardly allowed to do anything uh, outside of Google and to, to say anything. How's eBay on that? Uh, well, it, obviously we can because we're a public company. We cannot talk anything about metrics. So the frame um, example, even if traffic is going up or down, I couldn't say anything about it. I have actually no insight into the actual traffic. So if you if you were interested in asking, <laughs> a I cannot <laughs> say anything, but b I, I wouldn't know. Um, but I think that uh, uh, the people from Google have something else on their hands, where um, if they make public statements. Um, to companies or even uh, in conferences uh, and uh, companies follow any of their advice uh, and they drop in rankings. We have seen that some companies sue 
uh, Google for that. Yeah, um, I can imagine. So I can imagine the, the, the stress it will give somebody to make a public statement or to help a company even um, to do a better job. Yeah, I think you could be right there. Uh, you probably are. Okay, um, let, let's go to uh, to a different subject because uh, you guys at eBay also, of course, you, it, it's ads all over the place. <laughs> in a, in a matter of speak, uh, there's something uh, going on online in the past couple of days which uh, kind of uh, interests me in a way. If is, is Google going to get more uh, advertising competitors? Because today we saw the launch of the Twitter app platform, and um, we also saw uh, Apple coming with the uh, iAd platform for the mobile uh, platform advertising stuff, which um, indicates that others are going the same way uh, Google is going, namely making money through uh, advertising programs. Um, do you think this is? Do you guys think this is a, a, a something Google should worry about? I think uh, Twitter has the biggest issue here. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the tweets in there, but I mean, uh, I can imagine uh, Google having a lot of patents in, the, in that direction based on PPC and based on, um, well, um, auction-based adding, ads, uh, advertising, I think. I mean, it's, it's a thin line they're going to walk uh, with, the, with advertising and tweets based on relevance and based on searches. Uh, but that's in my opinion. I mean, otherwise, um, why why it's, it's would why would it, would eBay incorporated that for themselves? I mean, there there is an issue with that. There probably is. I mean, don't, you don't have to answer that, Dennis. If you can't, no problem. But I mean, well, we do have a we do have a product there. You can yeah, buy but, keywords on the eBay yeah. side. Place your yeah, ad on the in Markplatz. Is it also in eBay uh, eBay as well, or is it just yeah. only in Markplatz? Okay. No, no, no. We have uh, here in the U.S. We have ad commerce, where sellers can buy um, uh, placements on the search result page for their listing, um, mm -hmm. redirecting the traffic to their store or their listings, and it's keyword based. Okay. So that's that's a great end, and that's a, that's a good thing for Twitter, since then they probably don't have all the 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 patents filed already. <laughs> I hope for them at yeah. least. But so I, there was I think a great article. Line. There was a great article in the New York Times uh, talking about the, and I post, pasted it in the chat room where uh, it talks about how they're gonna add ads to the conversation, and they're looking at it from a quality standpoint. How many people click on a certain ad um, in in the in the Twitter stream, and um, uh, they're um, they they will define the relevance of the ad based on the engagement of their users. And obviously, they, they might have a great pattern with the retweeting of an ad. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's only retweets. That's the only thing they're going to count. Because that's also the way they set up the Twitter search right now. You, if you do a Twitter search for a pending topic or a popular topic, then you'll get the top three or four results are not the latest results anymore, but are the most retweeted ones. So that's what their angle probably is. Yeah. Uh, so this is probably also the reason why they completely changed their whole retweeting model, I guess. Since yeah. now it's really for them a lot easier for them to, to, to make really make the click account. 
I mean, yeah, but it's really also, tight. You can you can spam it real easy. So it, that's going to be interesting how how they're going to handle uh, spamming because it's get, it's going to get more interesting to. Uh, you remember Roy, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago uh, with Avert that um, there were a lot of people having multiple accounts uh, and stuff like that. It's going to mm -hmm. be even more interesting to have multiple accounts just to get all the retweets in there. I agree. Although, hmm, if if you're going to pay based on retweets and influence, uh, it's not that it's not. I mean, it's not really a good idea to click on your own ads. It's going if it's going to cost you money, you don't going to sell anything through it. And I can imagine no, but this being a pretty a pretty expensive service as well. <laughs> at least, I mean, <laughs> if if I look at the names the guys are in there, it's not going to be like one dollar CPC. I guess <laughs> it's going to be a little bit more. I think. I mean, this no, is true, this it's going to be more easy to, to show up in the top results for Twitter search. Yeah, and the fun thing is, what would happen if those sponsored tweets are going to be sent out to Google? And if you're going to get a top result with a sponsored tweet on Google, what would happen? I think that's going to be something that they're they're probably going to filter it out in, in some way or the other. Yeah, probably. Uh, there, there's a, an article in Mashable, which I was also uh, just in the chat room, posted in the chat room by, uh, by let me see, by Dennis, uh, no, uh, by Josh, um, that uh, it's live now, and it also shows, it shows a picture where you can see that the top results is in yellow, like, uh, it's kind of like Google Ads on top of the uh, uh, Google result in yellow, showing it promoted by Twitter, so it's uh, that's an ad. I'm not sure if people are going to like this, to be honest, but we'll see. So uh, that, that's something in the in the advertising area, which is going to be uh, um, well interesting to see how Google is going to uh, react on that and uh, how they're going to uh, work on that. Another thing which uh, was uh, uh, this week is that that Google now officially, at least um, semi-officially, um, is incorporating site speed as one of the um, search ranking factors. So uh, it's time for everybody to start looking at how well your site is performing, uh, because uh, Google's going to count it. Um, well, the, people already said for years, I think the last couple of years, that it was part of uh, the rankings, uh, ranking factors for Google. But now they they said it's official. Um, did you guys uh, uh, read the posts on that? Of course, I, I have. I have a little bit of an opinion on it. I mean, this is is, is being picked up as as being the, the new page rank in the holy grail. Um, uh, Matt Kurtz. It's not. And, and no, it's definitely it's not. I mean, it's just it's a measure of quality. That's it. I mean, and this is what uh, the, I saw a tweet coming by about the page rank thing, and then last week and this week in Google. Um, there was this also this, this talk about uh, with Matt Kurtz in there, and he he constantly started talking about. Um, Looking for quality indicators. They're not looking uh, at, at banning spam anymore. They're looking for how to promote quality, and that's a whole different approach as well. Um, if you have a good, fast website, it's going to be a quality point. It's not going to be. If you have a slow website, you're not going to be um, kicked out or something. I mean, it's, that's not really not true. And if you have a, a, a site uh, below like three seconds or something, uh, I mean, it's it, it, sure it should be faster, but it's not the reason why you're not a number one anymore if you're still the most relevant. I mean, in a highly competitive business, 
uh, sure, it's going to help you if your site is way faster than all the others, uh, especially from a user standpoint. But if you're going to, uh, if you're in, in, not in that competitive business, like well, uh, it's one things. of the it's it's one of the many yeah. factors which makes uh, your site rank either higher higher or lower. Uh, the thing is, uh, it's I think it's also only incorporated in the U.S. right now. It's not in Europe yet. Uh, did is it? Testing, yeah, they did it tested in the UK, and they couldn't. They thought it wasn't there yet. It's only on the Google.com so far. And 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 there's a, they said also it's it's only uh, one on one on every ten queries based in uh, highly competitive terms as well. So it's not really rolled out completely uh, at all. I think. I mean, sure, it's a good idea, and I think it's it's great that everybody's starting to, to look at the way how they can make sites faster. And I mean, I, I love it that Google only pushes it for that. I mean, I hate slow sites, and everybody else does as well. I mean, <laughs> but it's a good thing that. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, I, I was thinking it's a good thing that it's just for the high competitive ranking stuff, and you know, what you, what you, all the stuff you just said, uh, because if it was, for example. On all those WordPress sites, having those crappy plugins which really slow down the site, they would there would be lots of sites who were in trouble. I agree. I mean, it's 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 great that they finally find find something uh, of quality to to enhance, and that people are starting to focus on quality. I mean, uh, sure, quality PageRank, the old PageRank stuff is quality based, um, but the issue is that uh, what happened with the old is that you need quantity for it as well. Uh, quantity means making up a lot of crap. Same with uh, lots of the length of a text. I mean, uh, there are still SEOs talking about a keyword density of 6% and then use like 1,500 or 2,000 words. And it's even true that the longer the article, the better you rank for it. I mean, yeah. stupidly true, but it is. So what you get is not usable size with very long pieces of crap text on it that nobody wants to read. Um, this is giving SEO a bad name. Uh, improving sites is really a positive thing for everybody on the internet. So that's that's it's it's a good thing for SEOs as well, I think. Yeah. And it's, you, it's also the, stripping out. Right? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's also stripping out a little bit of SEOs that don't. I think it's hard for an SEO who doesn't understand really isn't really that technical to see uh, to know how to get the site faster. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the marketing people are going to get <laughs> get. The stuff with this. I mean, salespeople are not going to understand how this works. Uh, you just have to pitch your ICT department and say, "Make my site faster now." Yeah, <laughs> it all comes down to 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 how your site is built uh, from mm -hmm. a foundational level. If you build your house, you need to make sure your foundation is right before you put any any paint on the house, right? So, um, let, uh, we I think that um, uh, Google is. Um, uh, in or has invested a lot in their infrastructure that will allow them to make um, better tests uh, on real life queries um, where uh, they optimize obviously for the highest uh, revenue from a page. Mm -hmm. um, it, this is just my speculation on anything, so it's not being based on anything that uh, I've seen, but that's what I would do. You know, like if you have this amount of queries coming through your site, let's make sure that we understand how we tweak the results in a way that people like it and that they're uh, getting the most revenue out of it. 
Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, final thing before, before we go to the break. Uh, in the chat room, somebody asked, "Won't you still need the quantity for the recent uh, the quantity uh, for the recent search results? Keep on adding content in order to have a recently updated site." I think that's also just part of the uh, all, all the ranking factors. So I, yeah, I think yes, it's it's just a new extra one you have to focus on as well. That's yeah. it. Okay. Um, Okay, we're going to go to a break. Dennis, it's still 1-0, and uh, oh. we're going to go uh, <laughs> to the last break, and we'll be back uh, after the break. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. XY7 in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of Cirque, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi. Welcome back to the final part. I'm hearing a little bit of an echo, but that'll go away in a minute. Um, we're talking uh, in this show with uh, Dennis Goedegebeuren, who is uh, uh, in-house SEO. And um, what's, what's your title uh, there, actually, Dennis? <laughs> um, manager of Trouble. We're talking to the manager of trouble from eBay, which is Dennis. Are you you just managing the trouble or fixing the trouble? (laughs) Both. Or or creating trouble. I'm I'm creating a lot of trouble here as (laughs) well. That's what they hired me for, I think. (laughs) Lose the frames. No! (laughs) 
No, I can imagine. Does it still strike people that um, that you're Dutch? It may sound a bit of a strange question, but when I was in New York, um, every time somebody came up to me and started talking to me, they were like so surprised that I was Dutch. And I was like, why? Do you think Dutch don't do SEO or what's the matter? Well, I think my last name is is uh, difficult to hide, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, but more uh, like, they're, are they surprised that they hire a Dutchman to do your job? Uh, no, actually, no. Um, and it's funny that you that you ask that because we ha- I, uh, we have now seven people in this team, and none of them are born in the U.S. Okay, so so you've got a, quite the international crowd there. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, two Germans because they're so efficient. Um, then one guy who uh, was born in Korea and, and moved here when he was eight. Then uh, one from the Ukraine who was also uh, who moved here very early in his life. And then uh, two guys uh, who were both born in India. I, I was going to work up to the question on what's the difference between working in Europe and in the U.S., but I don't think you can, you know, because you're working with the whole, whole uh, international crowd. Or, well, obviously, or, I have a lot of U.S. folks around me, and um, one of the biggest things that uh, you need to be careful is, is your language. Oh, language like? Uh, no, well... Listen, listen carefully, Roy, because this is... Be, be politically correct, uh, yeah. where you can offend people very easily, and uh, within a big corporation, you can have a lot of trouble around that. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> no. so it's main- I, I can I can keep my mouth shut if it's necessary. No problem with that. Do tell, Roy. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mainly the way you work with other people. Which is the biggest difference, or the, 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 how you dress them? Um, yes, yes, um, that is one one um, big issue. Uh, at least for for myself, um, and I was pretty um, easy to um, to say anything in the uh, Dutch office, and we had some really uh, fun times over there. But uh, you can. I had to adjust when I moved to the U.S. Let's put it like that. <laughs> I can imagine. Now I can imagine. I mean, uh, seriously, on the political correctness part, I think uh, we we Dutch people are in in general pretty rude to Americans. I think. I mean, the politeness isn't something that um, it's it's from speaking another language. I think at first, and as well as we're we're pretty direct at what we want in general. Um, and where I'm coming from, it's it's even worse. I think, and. Uh, I can imagine uh, having talking to Americans that that's pretty pretty hard to them for them to understand. The same with English people, by the way. I mean, if if, if they're a little bit uh, on the Cockney side of it, it's, it, they can be very rude. But it's also that you can really really piss them off really fast yeah. well, without but to, anything. But to your point, boss, um, um, uh, that you were um, talking with people on SCS, they were surprised that you were from Holland. Um, I think that there are a, a lot of uh, good SEOs in Europe, and they're they're getting more and more attention in the over over the whole globe, um, where the SEO world a couple of years ago was primarily driven, or the conversations were driven 
and driven out of the US where you had all the uh, SEO rock stars and, and, and the um, uh, obviously all the people from Google were based here but mm -hmm. more and more you will you see that like people from SEOs people uh, you two other people uh, in Europe or, or Asia are making their names um, uh, within the SEO world. So that's a good thing because you get different perspectives. It is, yeah, it is, absolutely. I, I actually think that if you look at uh, SEOs in, in general, I think um, if you look at the market, uh, I think a lot of people over here in, in Europe are way f further in their knowledge than, than they are in the US. Percentage-wise, you mean like? like yeah, you know? I mean, what what they're how how they are thinking. I mean, if you look at accountability, for instance, in the Netherlands, we're we're really really far ahead in, in points of accountability, uh, in a broad perspective. Yeah. Um, and, and I think uh, I do not doubt anything on, on the accountability of, of eBay in general. But I think if you look at the Dutch thing, I mean, they can make it really really uh, fast on a good ROI base. Yeah. Uh, how do you look at that, um, not from the eBay perspective, but in general? Uh, do you notice anything from that? Uh, do, you, do, you, do you look uh, now mention the agency side or the in-house side? I think, uh, I think in both ways. Because I think that uh, here in the US I obviously see a lot of, uh, uh, like they, they call the snake oil salesman. Mm -hmm. um, companies that have been around forever are being tricked into contracts where they're being asked to cough up some uh, sum of money on a monthly basis and for, for, with that respect uh, yes the accountability of uh, um, the, the part that I'm talking about is obviously far from, from what uh, we see in top SEO companies. Um, I don't have a lot of um, uh, insights in the agency side in the Netherlands, so I wouldn't know how accountable they are. Um, but it's, it, it comes down to, to setting clear expectations in contracts and, and uh, know what you are responsible for in driving. And then I always love to, to do a paper performance contract so mm -hmm. when certain traffic goes up you you get an extra bonus or something mm -hmm. uh, and that will set the uh, the base pay lower so if it, i know that the dutch in general are very open to to do any kind of contracts to seal the deal <laughs> <laughs> the dutch do anything for money <laughs> Yeah, if you look at it like 400 years ago, we were at war with <laughs> with the English, um, uh, with the Brits, but we were selling guns at the same time to this to them. So, still, we sold New York for one dollar. Well, <laughs> we, we had to. <laughs> that wasn't really really on a voluntary basis, is it? Yeah. No, but it's it's an interesting development because um, I can honestly say I think that. UK and Holland, uh, European-wise, are, are two countries who are very much um, well ahead of things. They're they're very they're, there's a lot of knowledge. There are very ma many good good SEOs uh, around, and I think you can really see that in those two countries. If you look at uh, also Germany, by the way, uh, but if you look at France, for example, it's really hard to find a good French SEO. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, st- I'm still looking for one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so that's very difficult. Um, but I think Europe is growing in there, but it's really fragmented growth. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that's, that, that's something which the U.S., of course, has an advantage on, that it's one country with uh, one language uh, where SEOs can travel between uh, one company and another without any troubles and stuff like that. So um, I think there's, there, there's a big difference uh, in, in the way U.S. and Europe develop um, on uh, knowledge-wise uh, SEO part. Uh, a good thing, by the way, is that um, SCS San Francisco, which is on in August, I think you might be going there uh, probably, uh, Dennis, because it's around the corner for you guys. <laughs> um, around the next uh, corner? Yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting for that one. <laughs> for the people who don't know that, that's his blog. And I yeah. think it's a, also your Twitter handle, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, at the next corner. So if you want to follow, <laughs> so, at, take the next corner at Twitter. Everybody follow Dennis. Um, um, but um, SCS San Francisco's got an entire track, an entire day on international SEO for the first That's time. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a perception that there are no good or hard to find uh, French or Italian or Spanish SEOs, but maybe they are writing more in Spanish or in French than in English because there's a language barrier. And the Dutch obviously have a very good English vocabulary, so it's easier to write their their, their findings in English and get well known uh, no, across the border. You would say that, but it's not just about finding good SEOs who write oh. about it. It's also really finding good SEOs who do the job. Yeah. Um, I, I know a couple I, of French people and French SEOs also, and, and even they say that it's well impossible to actually find good SEOs, uh, almost impossible uh, to find good SEOs in France. Uh, and the Spanish is a bit different, I think. I think that's more growing than the French market, but um, okay. French SEOs really are difficult to find. That's interesting. Opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to be very good in French. At French. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people don't like French people. <laughs> At least a lot of people in Europe aren't. I mean, the French are the French, and that's fine with them, and that's fine with the rest of Europe. I mean, nobody cares. <laughs> and it's we just, probably the we next just, reason why I never get a French SEO. <laughs> yeah. We just touched base on, on, on the political correctness, Roy, in your... Yeah, yeah. This it was a, it was an open goal and you didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the tra- chat room. I know there's people in there going to say this, exactly the same thing right now. <laughs> I actually know people who, who really start riding through Switzerland and then just to ride not through France that much if they go to Spain, <laughs> or at least. There's actually a good question. There's actually a good question in the in the chat room. Do the French like Google? Because I know for a fact that. Uh, Microsoft has got, uh, or Bing, and uh, well, no, Microsoft uh, has got a big market share in France. Uh, they're m- more fond of Microsoft than they are on uh, uh, on Google. But Which they're not interesting. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the 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 Google. I mean, French is pretty protective protective for for itself as well, and and then they they're not really that fond of Google. Um, they're not as, as bad as the Germans are with it. I mean, uh, the Germans are really in the privacy part, and I think that the, that's based on, 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 on privacy issues, and I think the French are more based on pride as well. 
uh, in that concern. I mean, they really want to have a French good at search engine. I mean, uh, th th that's for them even more important than, than the privacy issue with it. And yeah. I think if, if you look at the way how they search and I mean the way the, the words they use, there's um, Anglism is, is uh, Anglism. What's uh, what's the word? I mean, if you use English language in Dutch, um, it, it's fairly common to use those words. In France, they're not using any English words at all. I mean, they're going to find a really nasty word for it or a really long term of words. They don't care, but it's not going to be English. And I think that's a big difference also in, in the way they think and the way they handle things. Yeah, sure. it, it's not for nothing that the uh, the French farmers were driving uh, uh, tractors into McDonald's restaurants, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, if you if you look at a French town really good, it's really um, not that different from the U.S. It's it's there there are a lot. If if you live in France, um, it's a lot like how you can live in the U.S. You know. Well, they have good bread, good cheese, and good wine in France. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. a lot of good stuff coming out of France. Well, look, for, for example, the, the, cause, shop, the shopping areas, which which are not focused in the center of towns, they're outside of the towns. The big, the big supermarkets, stuff like that. Um, also, the fast food actually, it's, the, the, the change, uh, the, the fast food change. Um, they're also uh, uh, well uh, successful in France. So it's. It's quite remarkable that they don't, don't really like U.S. They're in, they're in denial. Let's kick in this open door as well and go to the next topic before I get myself into a lot more trouble than I am yeah, right we're, now. <laughs> we're, actually, we're actually almost out of time, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure what what, what topic uh, is there. One of the topics you really wanted to uh, to throw in there, or well, uh, there's something that we're struggling right now with is conflicting messages around site accessibility best practices and SEO uh, webmaster guidelines, where sometimes you have a link which says open a new window, you don't want to put that in a link, but for site accessibility issues, you need to put that off screen or some other technique. Yeah. And um, some industry best practices around site accessibility tell you that you have to put it off screen but obviously like the, the webmaster guidelines are pretty clear on that that um, uh, you should not hide text which is not visible for for your users so i'm struggling with the fact that uh, we, we there's no guidance in our seo industry around this uh, how you how you would help people that are blind and um, would like to listen to your website. That's actually a very good point. Is that really a big is that a big big thing for you? I mean, I, um, I can imagine eBay being eBay as it is, and I'm not sure if I'm right at this. I mean, you have this big authority on everything, and if you do it right for the user, I mean, it's going to set an, a precedent, uh, isn't it? I mean, uh, I would hope so. But we're also a big target for anybody who would like to make a name yeah, outing us. And I then agree, but. You always have if you come up, yeah. Go come out of the clear with yourself. I mean, you just write a big blog post why you've done it, and just say screw you, Google. Uh, you and your guidelines stink well, at all I, times. In the case, yeah. of, in the case of eBay, eBay, I do that. But and well, I, I think in the case of eBay, they just they just talk to Google. Actually, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. No, no, no. You don't. Have, <laughs> this could be a topic, <laughs> a specific topic, but I mean, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you guys could should get out of this. I mean, uh, sure, Agile, if you open fire at Google, it's going to be a lot of press and a lot of linkage for it. But, I mean, in, in general, they, they should, 
if, if it's good for the user, I mean, uh, Google cannot be penalizing that any any way, especially not for a big brand like eBay, I think. Mm, true. But okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut this short because I'm going to see, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing Bresco typing. Yeah, Bresco uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to end this show. Uh, uh, sorry about this, Dennis. You just, uh, with this, this topic, you just made yourself have to come back another time on the show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for uh, joining us on the show. Uh, be sure to follow Dennis out at the next corner or at his weblog thenextcorner.com right that's the uh, Dutch one the .net is uh, English oh, thenextcorner.net which is the English one um, if you're listening to this the, the taped version uh, on uh, iTunes you can listen also live 8pm Tuesday in Holland 7 in the UK 2pm East Coast 11 a.m. West Coast uh, links and stuff will be on our delicious feed and on uh, the uh, blog uh, show notes which will be on State of Search and on Roy's personal blog chapter42.com uh, thank you very much guys and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.